from the 1420 WBSM Broadcast Center, this is the Ken Pittman Show. Get interactive. Become a keyboard warrior on WBSM's Facebook page. Read Pittman's latest blogs on WBSM.com and call 508-996-0500 to get on the air. Now, the unapologetically conservative Ken Pittman. Good morning. Listen to it on the radio. Yeah. I guess that's um, <laughs> that's true. You are a radio guy. Yeah, I did. Uh, Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner. Yeah, they did an excellent job. And I I don't know what you, you saw on TV. To the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Interesting. Um, when the coin toss happened at the for the overtime, yep. And um, come on, San Francisco decided that they were going to receive. Are they crazy? Warner Warner was all over them. Oh my god! Uh, was a, I mean, I don't know about you, but I like having my at bats at the bottom of the inning. Sure. You know what do you what do you gotta what do you gotta do? Do you get it at three runs? Can you get a field goal? And, and they can't answer. They can't answer. If you get four, they can't answer. So it's always best to that, be. Well, I think. Because the rule just changed, folks were used to it the other way. Because when it was, you know, you go down there and you, you get a field goal. Um, but Shanahan's reasoning was crazy. I figured, you know, three field goals would have the third one. Well, you can't anticipate that kind of. You can't see in, that. Not, not in overtime. Not with Mahomes. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't he prove it? Didn't he prove it right there at the end? San Fran had the better roster. They didn't put him away. And you let a guy like that linger and he's going to get you. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm listening to it on the radio. So when Har- Harlan had that, that pause, just like he did, when I was listening when Butler made the interception. Yeah. <laughs> and he had that pause and go, the Butler did it. <laughs> the Butler did it. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the great Super Bowl plays ever. Well, it's interesting because I got to, as much as I don't want to admit it, I have to think that this Super Bowl overtime was better than the Patriots Super Bowl overtime, but the Patriots comeback was better. Yeah, that was the the momentum was just so gigantic for the Pats. You know, they were just going to march right down yeah. and get it done, and that's what happened. Yeah, this was this was really unpredictable. Yeah. But for San Fran to want to receive the ball, yeah, I thought that, that was, was nuts. Well, plus, you know, and he's, you know, one of the reasons he said too is he thought his defense needed the rest. Well. If that's true, why did you leave two timeouts on the field? If they were that gassed, why didn't you use I didn't hear that. He said that Yeah, he said he, he thought, wanted to give his defense. That's why he put the offense out there. He thought they were gassed, and he, that was one of the reasons. On top of, he thought he would have the third field goal. But that's why Shanahan loses big games. The I mean, third field goal. Why would so, you, you know, anticipate so that? So both, team, both teams were going to kick a field goal, and he was going <laughs> to get the ball back. According to him. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it. Don't that get might be it. a fireable offense. I mean, he's he he does put together a good program. He's a good offensive coordinator. Is that yep. what you're trying to say? Well, I mean, he's got a good team. Yes, he does. He does. But a team that can't close. They had a better roster. They, I mean, aside he, he, from he, did I did I watch Buffalo over over a period of time have a great team and lose four Super Bowls consecutively? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, and not just lose, in some cases, blown out, yeah. right? But Kansas City went to Buffalo, went to Baltimore, went and, and played San Francisco. They played three better rosters and defeated them when it counted the most. And Sadly. that just speaks Sadly. to the greatness of, of Patrick Mahomes. How about the whole team? Let's not just say Patrick. Well, I, I People mean. People got to catch the ball. Uh, the defense has to show up. The defense played great. Yes, they did. They played great. On the radio, they looked great. Yeah. They really did. On the radio, they looked great. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a good Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. Why? I don't know. I, I thought it was... De- I thought Kansas City was playing terrible in the first half. I, I was like, wow. But it's not like the score changes. They're always down just a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And for Mahomes, that's nothing. For Brady, for, that's nothing. For Manning. Even for San Francisco, Breeze, that's nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they should have put him away. Should have, would have, could have. And that yeah. that muffed punt. I mean, God, they could they they handed it to him. You you keep Kansas yeah. City to yeah. three points and a half. You better walk away with the W. I mean, they they played such disciplined football on the defensive line for three and a half quarters, and then all of a sudden, Mahomes is just off to the races. So. I know there was one thing that you wanted to watch for. Did you notice how uh, Travis Kelsey got open? Because you don't see that on the radio. No, and he didn't have a great game. He did toward the fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah, he had a good second half. But they they were doing the right things uh, to to guard him. And they got away from whatever it was. I don't know what. Well, Maybe the halftime adjustments. Doesn't that go back to what you were saying earlier about... They didn't put him away. San Francisco did yeah. not put him away. And there you go. They figure it out. You got to figure Andy Reid uh, made some good at halftime adjustments as well, right? <laughs> Especially with Kelsey in his You ear. know, say what you will about Gronk. He's a lot funner than Kelsey. He would never do that. You know, that was that was low rent. What, what, he, what uh, Kelsey did yeah. to Andy Reid? Yeah, knocking him off balance, screaming in his ear. Um, I'm sorry. This, can't, uh, look, you know what, Ken? Heat of the moment. Can't you can't undo that? You can't unsee that. Oh, so you better not be the, able to unsee it. Do you think he's off the team? How many tens of millions of teeny bopper Swifties do you think are going to be concerned about her if they get into an argument? <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> so, read the, read the tea leaves. Get out of it. So, so what do you think happened at the end of the game? Kansas City Chiefs win. Yeah, they go to the locker room, they shower, do all that kind of stuff. Does Travis Kelsey go out with the team, or does he go out with Taylor? I don't know. I don't know what... I mean, the season's over. Is there a rule you have to go well, back on the... But usually you go out to dinner. You know, you win the Super Bowl. I, well, you know, you say that. I remember when Bill Parcells didn't go home with the team after mm-hmm. that tough loss against Green Bay in 96, mm-hmm. right? He had completely abandoned that team. And I didn't like that. It didn't sit well with me because he was already his mind was already on the Jets during the Super Bowl game. And that bothered the heck out of me. Um, he had he had a son Graham on the roster over Troy Brown, who is a gamer. I mean, Troy Brown's a Patriot Hall of Famer, and you know Desmond Howard ran right through Hassan Graham twice for touchdowns. That was the difference in that game. Um, he, <laughs> he 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 should have stayed in nickel nickel defense and let uh, Dorsey Levens beat it al- you, it almost, not Brett Favre. You almost make it sound like he was throwing the game. I'm I'm just saying he wasn't giving it his best. Maybe I, I again. It's hard to tell, you know, when you when you're 
we, we can pull out two or three plays. Well, I, I sat, you know, I was in the bleachers. At the game? <laughs> there, were only the ble- there were only bleachers at that point. No, when, when um, Bill Parcells was coaching that year. And you don't, I, I mean, you, my eyes couldn't tell me it was right that Troy Brown gets dropped for Hassan Graham. Troy Brown was a good ball player. Hassan Graham was very, very borderline cut kind of guy. And for him to get the call for the Super Bowl, I thought that was a bad mistake. So why did he get the call? He, he got exposed, too, because, they were, again, they targeted him. They ran right at him. I guess my question is, why did Troy Brown not get the call? I don't, Barcelos didn't see much in Troy Brown. He didn't see it. He really yeah, didn't. You know what? At, at the beginning, you're absolutely right, because didn't he bring in Megat? And Megat ended up uh, doing punts. Dave Megat came. Yeah. yeah. Well, Troy Brown hadn't proved himself. And I'm not really upset about that, but he was a ball well, player. I mean, that's special teams. Yeah. But he's a ball player, Troy Brown. Well, but maybe at that particular time, he wasn't the ball player that Troy Brown became. I, I just think Parcells misassessed. I won't argue that. You know, I'm just saying and he, he's become. He knows Brown a lot more about football than I do. I'm not player. saying that. I think that, you know, because like Belichick can't draft a wide receiver, Parcells makes mistakes too. Um, Two championships. Parcells has a much better... It's, it's interesting because Bill Belichick's... Um, his tree of coaches is not impressive. The people who have mm-hmm. who, who have uh, been coordinators and, 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 and positional uh, coaches under Belichick have not gone on to do great things. Parcells is responsible for some of the greatest coaches in, in the NFL. Belichick. Belichick. Um, how about uh, Tom Coughlin, Sean Payton? I'm on and on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Sean Payton won Super Bowl. Tom Coughlin, where did he go? Giants. Did the Giants win? Two. Not with beat him. the Patriots. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Hello. You're, no, you're. You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking of Tom Coughlin the other. Day. I completely forgot about that. And, and you know, one of the more impressive seasons he had is when he had an expansion team, right? With Jacksonville, and, and he went to the AFC Championship yeah. game. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. I was going to say that's all he's done. But I, I'm a fan. No. I'm a fan for personal reasons. I, I'm, I'm friends with uh, the, the McGillis family in Brockton, and Jay McGillis was a great safety for the for the boxers, and then became a starting safety for Boston College when Tom Coughlin was a coach. His senior year, he was diagnosed with leukemia and died during the season. Oh, very fast moving leukemia, awful. Just a, and it's a wonderful family. Maybe it's better that it is fast. <clears throat> and this was like '92. Mm-hmm. 93, 92. And Tom Coughlin promised the family that he was going to do this benefit uh, to, to raise money for research for this disease until it was cured. Do you know he still goes today, every year? Non- he never fails to go and, and contribute to this. I'd like to see him come back to BC. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Oh, look, I, I feel sorry for Bill O'Brien. I feel sorry for the Eagles. <laughs> Why? Because they've got Bill O'Brien? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Who knows? I. I Boston College is never going to be a top ACC team. Maybe one year in 30 or something like that. They're not going to be a contender. Uh, you know, a no, per- they, perennial. They, they can't get team speed. And you know what it is? They I, have the grade, uh, the grades thing. Most of the kids that, they, that are in the pool of you know, possible candidates to go there, uh, Southeast America mostly, right? Mm-hmm. And if, you get, if, you're, if you're an academic student, which Boston College requires, you're probably going to go to Duke or North Carolina. Right, and stay somewhere local. Uh, North Carolina. Or, or Duke, uh, yeah. Or what's... The great academic schools. Like Boston College has, you know, academic 
demands that maybe Alabama or Georgia doesn't. Yeah, but what's the other college? Stanford. A, uh, Vanderbilt. Oh, Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. the Commodores, another school that's, um, yeah. But I think that's tougher for Boston College to recruit the same kids who grew up loving those teams and, you know, take their, their studies seriously. You want to go up there and freeze? <laughs> that's the other thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you go to Boston College's campus, it's a it's a it's a great campus. It's a great I've city. Been there several times. Yeah, and it's, and it's a great city. Um, so, but I just, it's a crappy ballpark, football uh, field, stadium. I, I like it. Alumni stadium. You really? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't been to no, you know, I haven't been to the other ACC stadiums. None of them. Um, no, I haven't either. But but uh, they look better look, on TV. They sure do. But I like I like it. I think it's a cozy I like stadium. It. I don't cozy. <laughs> you know, when I think of an apartment, I and I say. And I hear cozy. It's small, and that's exactly what Alumni Stadium is. Oh, all the expanding stands and everything—the the house that Flutie built, right? Um, they well, need. Is Flutie going to be the offensive coordinator? I didn't hear that. Oh, is he starting trouble again? <laughs> yeah, bringing Belichick. You know, the Nantucket high school coach asked Bill Belichick if he'd coach the high school team. You know, he's out there fishing a lot, so the guys can't hurt to ask. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. What did Bill say? We're off to striping fishing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening myself. Do you see Bill Belichick getting back? Yeah, into NFL coaching. I do, I do. I think, I think with thirty-two, you know, possibilities. Uh, what do you figure? Ten, twelve are going to have turbulence. Maybe think about coaching changes next year. So, do you think that these teams, ownership, general manager? are looking for somebody who's only going to want to be around for a couple of years? Well, are they looking for somebody who's going to want to do the general managing co and coach? His coaching resume is far more impressive than his general managing. And I say that realizing that he drafted the greatest player ever. He drafted the greatest tight end ever. He's probably going to be uh, the coach GM that drafted more Hall of Famers than anybody else in history. But, but over 20-some-odd years. Right. Yeah. Right. And And, I mean... Let's face it, Kraft, if we're being honest, Kraft um, was tolerant of the mistakes as a GM because of the coaching, mm -hmm. right? I mean, Yeah, the record, yeah. 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 I mean, he kept winning, and he did it on the cheap, and that's what Kraft wanted. Um, but this, this documentary that came out uh, suggests that Tom Brady had a much more abrasive relationship with Belichick than the two had let on throughout all these years, even after Brady left, he was a gentleman about it. But now this documentary is pointing, uh, you know, Brady's being very frank about he didn't want any more of it. And who did the doc? It's on, it's one of the streaming networks. I don't know if like it's a, Netflix. Like Netflix. Yeah, one of those. And it's, it's supposed to be excellent. Um, check it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Brady never really admitted that until now. Well, no, he was a team player. Yeah. It, he was the consummate yeah, you know, team player. And he's now going to have a $335 million contract with Fox to do... Um, color, color for for NFL games, and he apparently has been talking to Tony Romo, getting some some tips. Um, Why not? I think Tony Romo knows what the heck he's doing. Uh, I people, think Tony Romo. Does, I think all of those the the first tier, and even the second tier color analyst, uh, uh, guy that used to be um, uh, fullback for Denver, uh, Dallas. Excuse me. Oh, Daryl, Daryl. Yep. Moose. Yep. He's good. Um, I don't think he anticipates like Romo. The Romo can tell you what's no, coming. I, uh, Romo and I think uh, Troy Aikman. Aikman's good. Aikman is excellent. But think about it. How many of these guys came from Dallas? 
Yeah, well, dynasties. Usually the dynasty... Well, Tony Romo wasn't a part of any dynasty. No, but he's a cowboy. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Right. Um, he turned out to be very good. Uh, people... What, as it's a, a split as an analyst. It's like or a Trump. A it's like a Trump thing with with NFL fans. You either like him or you hate him. Romo. Yeah, people don't like him as an analyst. Yeah, I think he does an excellent. He gets job. a lot of grief. Really? Yeah, yeah. I like him myself. I'm, I'm a Romo guy. Yeah. I don't know how Brady's going to do. He's. Not, I mean, I'd rather listen to Peyton Manning. I think he's a much funnier guy, much more personable guy than than Tom Brady. I, w I wonder if Peyton. Pete Manning just didn't want that kind of a job. Him and him and his brother Eli are pretty funny guys. They do this podcast during mm -hmm. the games. It's kind of funny, you know. But maybe that's different than being tied down. Yeah, in, you can see in, how much money comes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's entertaining. I I believe it. I, I've never watched. They do it during the Monday night game. <laughs> it's worth the Sunday night. It's game worth a listen. Yeah, um, you know, because I think you're going to be more, much more careful in a certain setting with networks and, mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but they put it on TV. Yeah, yeah, but then they behave differently. Oh, do they? A little bit. Yeah, okay. not not they're not you know vulgar or anything. They're, they're not throwing Cheetos no, at each other. No, no. Well, yeah. I don't know about that. They probably are actually. <laughs> um, and his little brother, or is it? Yeah, his little bird. All right, we are back. How come I can't hear myself? Are we? Uh, Why can't I hear my mic? I don't know. Do you see the meters moving? Check one. Yeah, but we're on. <laughs> Something's wrong with this, but anyway. That's okay. I'm not sure what happened there. My headphones aren't working, so um, I'll have to get that straight now before we take some calls. So Donald Trump was told he has to pay $335 million by... Don't forget the interest. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be appealed and he's going to win. Well, he's already said he's appealed. Yeah, this, this guy's a lunatic. Now, I, I know Trump's a lunatic. Are you talking about the judge own, being a yeah, lunatic? Yeah, they're both lunatics, right? But Trump's, Trump's, uh, where's the plaintiff? Where's the, where's the damages? Like, where's the, the victim? Nobody even made a complaint, right? Um, did he overvalue his, his company? This judge said his, his, uh, Mar-a-Lago was worth a fraction of what it actually is worth, according to every uh, credible realtor who's been asked if the judge is being fair about the valuation of Mar-a-Lago, for example. Um, and if you extrapolate that to all his properties, I think you, you question everything. Um, a lot of a lot of Americans, not all, I mean, it's it's probably split down the middle or whatever, feel that they can't trust the justice system anymore and that this guy is being targeted not, I think not that, properly that, I think that's a fair assumption. It's it is uh, a little odd. I mean, you, you look what's happening down in Georgia, right? Uh, I listened to what Trump said. I don't think he was trying to steal votes. I think he was begging people to find votes, and he said it stupidly because he says things stupidly, right? But this prosecutor now has made a fool of herself. D. A. Fanny. Fanny. Yeah. Uh, and. F-A-N-Y. We are talking about professional prosecutors, right? Attorneys. And the semantics that they were toying with during that hearing, the nationally televised hearing. Uh, Nathan Wade, her, her um, boy toy. Um, oh, boy, we did. I thought they said that they weren't that. Wow. They are that. And when she, Trump's attorney merchant, um, 
said you you said in December under oath that you didn't have any receipts for all these uh, vacations and you know getaways and things that you spent on yourself and Miss Willis. Uh, I mean, uh, Fanny, uh, the DA Fanny there. <laughs> uh, and he said, yeah. She said, well, you're under oath now. And she walked over the credit card statement showing all these payments he made. He said, yeah, I didn't say I didn't, I said I didn't have receipts. I didn't say I didn't have credit card statements. Right? So he's playing, oh, what, a, what a, that's in someone's, by the way, the IRS. Splitting hairs. The IRS can't accept credit card statements as receipts, right? If is it, some of them need to be itemized, you need to, you'd actually need the receipt. U.S. courts accept credit card uh, statements as receipts um, in, in trials. But they're so. not a receipt. Wow. So, so he man, but he played semantics with everything. Well, but I, you know what? It's funny you should say that because when we talk about legal, it is about semantics. So while he had those credit card statements... Mm-hmm. He says they're not receipts. You can't you can't bust him on that. No, but you can start to see where he's playing games and being coy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a it's kind of one of these. Oh, you're gonna go that way. So now you're gonna have to pay attention to everything that's said um, with this guy. So just one of these. Oh, I think not only him, but with her. Yeah, she with all of them. She was not composed when she was testifying. Oh, I thought she was running the show. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the judge was very underwhelming. He let her go off. That's uh, that's part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, I know he's trying to be respectful of a woman he has to work with, right? Um, But but doesn't she have to be respectful of him? It's his court, right? Yeah, I I guess that's true. It's a two way street. But she was, yeah, she was given a lot of elbow room to say what she would. I think she was given more latitude than she deserved yeah i mean usually a judge if you if you just uh invoke your own thoughts or something outside the line of questioning usually the judge halts you right you might get a couple of words out and then boom you stopped you st- i mean because i've testified a thousand times as a private investigator and i've learned keep your answers short do not offer do not elaborate because you because the the professional who's questioning you is looking for something to go on mm-hmm. so don't give them anything um it's not because you're hiding anything you just don't you know yeah you don't want to open yourself up yeah because they're they're considering things that may not occur to you and, and may try to take this down a path so you just keep your answers short but when you um sort of and she was sort of retaliating against the idea that she was even there in the first place so he should have given her an attitude adjustment he never did judge yeah 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 no i i, I think I think she was playing him, to be quite honest with you. I didn't watch the whole thing, but of what I did watch, I thought she was definitely playing him. Let's see what they think. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello? Um, So, in this case in uh, New York with Trump uh, that just sort of closed yesterday, it's really an interesting precedent. Um, I do do think that he's going to get off in the end because I think that there's going to be a lot of discussion in New York and in law circles and um, that if they allow this to go through, they're going to be an exodus of businesses out of New York. Um, And the main reason is, is that in New York, it's the only state that you can try someone on a fraud case and there's no victim. Um, So they basically, you know, said, Hey, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're fraudulent in how you do business. 
but none of the banks, uh, matter of fact, when they interviewed the banks and- uh, They got all their money. They, they, they With well, interest. Well, got all their money, but they felt that everything that he did was appropriate. Um, because, um, I mean, Ken, if you and I, if you sell a house, well, not you and I, because we don't live together, but if you sell a house, um, you're going to, uh, appraise it with your, your realtor for X amount of money. So let's say you say it's worth 500,000, you know, your tax rate, your tax, um, um, appra um, appraisal might be 400,000. Um, but that's the, that's the, 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 the city. Um, so you go on the market and, um, somebody says, I'll, I'll buy it for four or 50 or whatever. That's because it's a negotiation. Um, that's what he did every time. And the funniest part was that the judge sort of did his own appraisal of Mor-a-Lago, which is on the ocean in, <laughs> in Florida. And, uh, he said it was worth 18 million and everybody laughed. Um, He's, the judge is denying worth, he said that. He's saying, I, I want you to stop saying that. I don't want to, the media keeps saying that. Why are they saying it? The judge doesn't understand why the media is saying it. I, I didn't hear him say it, but I did hear that he said it. But he's saying he never said 18 million. I, I, I think. Well, he, he, said it, he said it in an off the cuff way. He wasn't actually appraising it, but, he's, but he sort of said, he did say it early, early on. And everyone laughed because it was like, that property. You know, a half an acre of that property is worth eighteen billion. Yeah, there's empty. <laughs> yeah, they, they showed there's empty lots nearby without, you know, even being directly on the water like Mar-a-Lago, and it was going for what the eighteen million dollars or something of the, yeah, you know, per square. But, um, you know, Trump has incredible resources, and they better hope that he doesn't invest in going back and seeing what they've done with their past. Now, what if the judge, okay, had an employee, a secretary? who is um, applying for a credit card, and let's say she's making 55000 a year working for that judge, but then she said she's making seventy on the credit card application, and he signs it. That's credit card fraud. He can go back and find something on everybody like they're doing to him. I mean, this is ridiculous. Well, uh, this can, well, Everybody's going to be found guilty of everything now. I mean... Well, well that's... That, or there'll that's, be yeah, new I laws... Mean, Go ahead, Colin. Well, they could change. They could change the law, but they already have. They've ex extended. I mean, you ha think about it this way. Obviously, you have a district attorney um, that you know basically campaigned, and then every speech she ever did was, "I'm I'm going after Trump." I mean, is that can that even be? You know, I mean, that in itself should throw the case out, as far as I'm concerned. Didn't it, they get it, a Didn't it, they get a Fall River mayor with that? Helping a secretary um, with a with a credit card application, um, it was not it was not an honest. you? I forget. No, no, no way way back, way oh, back. Oh, okay. Way back, and uh, you know this is like the KGB. Show me the person, I'll give you the crime. Right? It, 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 exactly that could be the FBI too. Yeah, this is this is unbelievable. Um, yeah, I, I think you'll get off in the end because. Again, uh, you know, like when you go to probate court, it's the court of hearsay, and mo most of the other courts going up until you get to Supreme Court are sort of similar, just a little less uh, obvious. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of talk in New York about, wait a second, you took him off of his own company. He can't operate his own company for three years. His two sons, which had nothing to do with this, they also took them off uh, operating the company for two years. And then they charged, they charged him, what, $360 million? And um, there's no victims. And so this whole thing is uh, everything that's gone after Trump. I mean, I can't say Trump is, um, you know, people make mistakes, obviously. Does that bring things up to the level of, you know, taking their business away from him? Um, no, I even is, think that, uh, you know, when he was in the 80s, he wrote a book, right? Was it The Art of the Deal? Yes. Yeah. And I think he, 
he, he talked about convincing banks that you're you're in a much better position. Uh, if if I'm remembering it right, it's going back quite a ways. But I think there was some talk in his book about um, making your your portfolio look as yes wonderful as possible. Mm -hmm. Maybe even stretching it. I don't I I, I don't want to go out on a limb here because it was, it was so long ago when I, when I, and I didn't read the whole thing, but, but there, there's, there's but a difference there's, between making it look good and pretty much lying about it. I mean, no, that's, that's com company, com companies keep different sets of books and that's legal. But, but that's not when what you, he did. No, well, I'm sure he does do. Well, explain the difference. But, but, no, uh, let me just, I mean, so, if you take the same property, Ken, that you have, and you decide to go to the bank and get a loan um, and use the property as a uh, as a collateral, it, there's mechanisms in place for the banks and insurance to check you out and to assess your property. Why wouldn't they? And, well, they have because, to because so there was the the court is assuming that doesn't exist, and and uh, that's that's wait, totally wait, what, do you, what do you mean the court is assuming it didn't exist? Because there's because you to provide fraud, um, then you have to you're trying to get something for the fraud. He, he, there's no crime, <laughs> you know. Uh, there, there wasn't a there. What, where is the crime? Well, the crime is he got, created he got by the, the money. Well, let's say, let's say Trump went to Chase Bank and wanted to finance 150 million dollars to build X, Y, and Z over here in New York, and. Uh, this this property I have will be my collateral, and my assets are my collateral. The bank has to check it out. So the bank said, yeah, yeah, we feel comfortable giving them this loan because, it, you know, even if it defaults, we have this right here. You know, they have the liens for this and that. So how can the court say he defrauded the bank when they felt they weren't defrauded? I don't, that's what I don't understand. Well, we all, and the other thing is, we, we, you know, 30 years ago, nobody knew anything about a credit rating, right? It was all behind the scenes. Now we all know, you know, if you're at 800, you're doing good. If you're at 600, you're not doing so good. If you're at 400, you probably can't buy a chocolate bar with credit. Um, and we all know there's a mechanism in place for that. So even if you showed collateral, you, they're still going to check out your ability to pay. Yeah. I mean, they could just assume, well, hey. Um, not even your ability, you know, your history, too. Do you pay? That's it. That's exactly well, A lot of people it. who have like, money and terrible credit because they don't pay the bills. That's, That's very why true. this country has done so well. <laughs> or, or is not. <laughs> All right, great call. Thanks for it. You bet. Um, yeah, I think it's confusing for the average American, uh, myself included, on just w what is, what did he do wrong? I'm still not clear about what so, they're saying he okay. did wrong. It, it pretty much, on paper, yeah. he said that his properties were worth X. And what has been found out is that the properties weren't worth X. They were worth why? whatever. Why were they worth? No, less? no, they were worth Y. Well, why to me why sounds like it's going up higher. But you you're doing it your way. Yes, they were worth Y. And Y was a lot more than whatever is considered acceptable. Now the banks. You know, where did they feel with their due diligence? The banks could turn around and say, well, Donald Trump has paid all of his bills with us before. So we took it on face value, even though we have our appraisals. Have, it's two private entities coming to an agreement. How is this a crime? We, and the banks are not the victim types here. They, so they, they know the, what the, they're the doing. An, the answer to your question would be a couple of ways. How did that money get into Donald Trump's hands? How did the money get into 
Donald Trump originally it, it, into his bank accounts. Ooh. Well, any I mean, look, wire fraud. We're talking about down wire fraud. Oh, he put stuff in there yeah. temporarily and then yeah. get it out. Exactly. Back. Okay. Okay. So there, there are so many different ways. But what's the difference if he has if he has the money uh, he can he can go pay it with the money that he just brought back to another account if he gets 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 into trouble. Apparently, he should not have had the money uh, I, in order to in order to pay it back. I think what we're looking at is the process is the punishment. They're mm-hmm. throwing chairs in front of every step because they don't yeah. want him in office. And there's plenty of people who don't care whether he's being treated fairly. They don't care if his rights are being violated. They don't care that he's being persecuted. I think I think all of that is true. If if it's happening, if it's I'm not saying it's happening, but I'm saying if you're an outsider and try, trying to decide if he's being prosecuted or persecuted, there are plenty of people who are okay with him being persecuted. You know, the, the, and there, it goes both ways. I, as I was saying on the show earlier today, and they still think themselves how, a better person. How can people think that Donald Trump? is going to get a leg up here that he's going to be able to win the election in November. The because wor- there's so many folks that are already against him. The more weight that's on the heel of his throat right now is is garnering votes for him. I don't think so. I don't oh, think, I do. I don't think he's getting any new votes out of this. Uh, are I you kidding? I, no. Oh, I my God. Think, with the black and Hispanic no, communities? No, oh. no, no. That's not do, that has nothing to do with this. Well. Okay. No, he's getting votes because they're walking away from Biden. Two different things. Listen, I, I got to tell you, I've listened and, and watched so many interviews where they're saying he's they're doing to him what they do to us. And it's they're relating to it. And he's, yeah. he's getting a much bigger percentage of the minority votes because they're seeing what they think. And I'm not saying it's unfair, but they the perception is everything for the voter. And this is um, I hear you, man. You know, I think but- it's also there's going to be some of. Uh, former supporters who, well, if he did that, I can't support him, right? There's going to be some of that, too. I think, and I think what's going to happen is when it comes down to, I'm not sure that Donald Trump is going to be able to run in November. I think there there are still the criminal cases that are coming up. He's got to be able to fund some of this stuff. He's having a good week in Georgia. New York. um, Not a good week. Nobody's surprised that this judge. uh, Oh, I think they're surprised at the amount of money. Um, maybe, but this judge, I, I think it was preconceived. This judge had it all for him. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Took a long time it's only to make happening, a decision. It's only happening in the bluest of areas, right? If, if this, if this is in any other area, it doesn't happen, I, I think. But, but the appeal, the appeal is going to have good grounds. I, I just don't think this is going to go forward. I even think the, um, the, the woman who sued him for, um, uh, Sexual, sexual, sexual assault and the E. Jean, yeah. something. And then she's going on the TV shows saying, I'm going to make all kinds of donations to things he hates. And like she's spiking the football and things like that. Um, uh, I have, you know. So <laughs> I, I, I come, come <laughs> back to where I was earlier. Yeah. The Republican Party better start looking for somebody else. They're not alone. Oh no! But we're not talking about Biden. We're going to get to him case. in a moment, but we're not. Well, you you might on your show, uh, but if you're hanging your hat on this guy, you you can see that you know character does matter in certain respects. He's going forward. Oh, I'm sure he is. He'll be the nominee. Yeah, but how long does that last? Well, 
through the through the November elections? What, Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's got the criminal uh, cases coming up. He might not last that long. He's going to last that long. Yeah. No, I. You're hoping he lasts. No, that he long. is. He's going to last that long. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're hoping. I, I don't have. I'm not really worried about it, to be honest. You are. What is he? What is he being accused of? Insurrection. Nobody's been accused of that. Nobody's been tried for insurrection. No, nobody's been tried for insurrection. Right, you got to try Donald Trump for saying go down there and peacefully and lawfully protest. Uh, hey, oh, there's the insurrection. Is, he, guess, is that the only criminal this is, charge? This is the guy who you, you still got the Georgia case. This is the guy who probably, probably tried to get the National Guard in place in Washington on January sixth, okay. and Nancy yeah. Pelosi blocked it. Okay, I'm going to come back to you again. You still got the Georgia case. Yeah. All right. I don't think that this prosecutor is going to prosecute the case, but somebody is. Maybe. You don't Maybe. think you don't think they'll move forward. It's pretty embarrassing. What? With this prosecutor? Well, I don't I don't think they're going to be able to prove that he stole I mean, he was he was trying to steal votes. I think they've got some people on tape already. The damning evidence is Donald Trump saying, find, find, the, find, find these votes. Mm -hmm. Okay? I don't know. I, I think, he, he, you know, he, he said he was going to prove the elections were stolen. Dumb statement. Never did it. Even if it happened and you didn't prove it, you still look like a fool, right? Or worse. Mm -hmm. Or worse. But I, I don't see... Um, if there was an insurrection of 75 million Trump supporters, there would be cities on fire. There would be a lot of casualties on both sides. It would be a mess. And um, obviously it wasn't an insurrection. Um, I, I just... And, you know, I, I, I'm going to come back to where I was. And I will agree with you just to, to iron it out. The Democrats and the Republicans need to start looking for better candidates to run in 2024. Joe Biden will not be tried for obvious crimes because they say he's pathetic. He wouldn't, there'd be too much they sympathy. They did say pathetic. No, they, but with other words though. He's, he's, feeble, he's, feeble might be a He's a an elderly word. man who, who couldn't understand what, what's going on. But he's, he's, he's running the country. Yeah. Look, you're not getting The Justice it. Department. Look, I get you. I get, I get it. I get it. The, the, the two-tiered justice system, and I'll get to the phone call right, right after this. What phone call? I get a phone call coming up. Oh. Um, we have President Trump, who had classified documents as president, not vice president. And the FBI kicks the lawyers out of Mar-a-Lago, goes through Melania's underwear drawer, looks through the whole place. Joe Biden, the vice president, has equally damning classified records that he shouldn't have. They called his Boston office and said, hey, could you make sure nobody touches those before we get there? Is that, the, is that even justice? No, I don't think anybody thinks it is. And I, and I also believe that if it's a, an offense that you should be trying him for, then you should do that. Doesn't, I mean, Israel rounds up 98-year-olds. <laughs> former Nazis, right? <laughs> no, I'm not saying they should do that. Look, I, Where they shoot him in the I street. Think the, I think the bigger point, though, is that the Justice Department... Uh, tried to protect him. Tried to? Tried to protect him and say, we can't charge you. Uh, tried to? Yeah. They you, protect they, You call that trying? They but now the answer is what? He's trying to say, no, my mind's fine. You should, you should prosecute me. <laughs> 
Did he say you should prosecute no, me? No, no, but he is saying but, it. But, but, he yeah. is saying it yeah, without saying it. He doesn't, know, he doesn't understand that's what his position is. You know? Ay, ay, ay. Hi, Carly, you're on the air. This country is hurting Hi. for some. How you doing, Ken? Hey, how are you? Not bad. And Brian, how you doing? Winging and wanging. You know, I think many people in our country have Stockholm Syndrome. They're, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. They believe in the propaganda. We have a, a gigantic national debt. Our country has turned into a banana republic. We're, we're seeing a lot of kangaroo courts. Uh, an American taxpayer is paying to, to fund NATO, the European Union, the United Nations, so they can keep paying all of these uh, foreign nationals to invade our nation, going up through Central America and the Darien uh, Gap. And uh, we're talking about uh, two candidates. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, there shouldn't be a uh, president. And uh, each American is paying has to pay $200,000 a year on taxes just to pay our interest on the national debt. That's over $300 billion just on the, the interest. Are, are people uh, waking up to see we're in a crisis mode? Well, and Biden now, there's going to be $3.4 trillion in additional taxes coming. We have 18% more in overall costs just to get by every month in the household because of inflation. I mean, which... Which one would you prefer? The the, the period. Well, inflation is going up faster than three point one percent. Than wages, than wages, right. and we're funding billions and billions of dollars. Yes, Republicans and Democrats to send to Ukraine, which uh, uh, retired Army Colonel Douglas McGregor said is uh, uh, Ukraine is more corrupt than uh, the narco state of Mexico. We're going to give money, more billions and billions of dollars, and we're going to fund the Israelis. And they go so on and so on. So the American taxpayer sweats, works the live long day so their money can go overseas and bankrupt our nation. But what we're well, talking about is kangaroo court. Well, overseas is coming here. We have millions and millions of people. There are enough illegal immigrants in this country right now to, to have 22 congressional representatives. That's how many. 22 are additional? Yeah. And the Darien Gap, which is between Colombia and uh, Panama, all those Central American nations, they have an agreement with the United Nations that these people can go in through. They don't need a passport. They don't need identification. They can go through their borders as long as they keep moving towards the U.S. southern border. So you have the United Nations, the Biden administration that's through executive order has given billions uh, to uh, United Nations so they can keep these people coming through. They have set up uh, these mobile uh, units the United Nations with uh, U.S. flags uh, on them, uh, according to a biologist that was interviewed uh, by uh, Tucker Carlson. I think his name is uh, Mr. Weinstein, and that he's seen it firsthand. So we have a crisis that's being funded by the White House. We're using taxpayer money through executive orders. And the U.N. And, uh, the U.N. The, uh, the U.N. The has UN distributed... And China's there, too. I appreciate the and call. China's... Yeah, I know. But the, the, the U.N. has distributed money to 260 NGOs, non-government organizations, that hand cash to illegal immigrants in all these countries so that they have the resources to make it here. This is the U.N. helping illegal immigration flow to the United States. UNICEF I, money? I would, I would suspend... All funding. So I like what Trump does with this with the UN. When the UN's misbehaving, you know he wants to to uh, empty the cash drawer and say, well, you know what? All right, then you're on your own. I I like that about him. You know I I like that about him also. I also like his stance on NATO. Yeah. But nothing happens. Well, 
Well, you get you get his detractor saying, "Well, look at this. He's going to ruin all of our allies. He's going to all of our allies are going to hate us now because he's asking for more money." He's saying, "You know, we're subsidizing we're subsidizing your national defense. You know, you should be paying more of your national defense. You guys have money." I, look, I agree, but nothing changes. You're right. You're right. Not because of him. He wanted to change. Well, he may have wanted, but he didn't get it done. The U.S. voter and their collective wisdom said, "No, keep it." We'll be back. You're listening to The Ken Pittman Show. Your calls are next. 508-996-0500. That's how you also get on. Sam. All right, let's go back to the phones. We had somebody patiently waiting. You are on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi, good morning. Hey, you know what I was waiting for? I know you're a busy guy, but I know for weeks and weeks and weeks we've been talking about Hunter Biden. Yeah. So did you see what happened yesterday with the report from the FBI agent that basically is leading the Republicans to basically go after Biden and Hunter Biden on taking millions of dollars from Ukraine? Um, through Bur- Burisma Holdings? He, 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 he was arrested yesterday. Yeah. The FBI agent. Yeah. And some people and are questioning the, the motive. five years in jail for lying, by the way. Yeah. If, he, if, he, if they prove he lied, uh, it's, it's right. going to be interesting. But, um, it, you know, people are believing that. Uh, Victor Shokin was fired because he wouldn't look into Hunter Biden's Burisma Holdings um, company. That's what Joe yeah. Biden is selling. And I mean, yeah. d- does that make sense that Joe Biden would want the guy fired unless he looked into his son to make sure his son wasn't doing anything illegal? No, it doesn't. It's just that it amazes me. Like, there's been so much press coverage. As a matter of fact, I watched last night, I tried to watch Fox News. I had 20 night. seconds for you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, because they've been hanging on this story and they didn't mention it once. Yeah, like crickets. Well, yeah, I think they're trying to get an idea of of the motivation. Um, yeah, it, it is an yeah. extraordinary thing. But plus, you had other things in the news going on. Yeah, but it is it is newsworthy oh, yeah. as he's no, pointing out. Yeah, I'll I'll continue to talk about that. Thank you. All right, thanks, Ken. You bet. All right, over to the newsroom. We'll come back. You're listening to the Ken Pittman Show. It is nine fifty nine. And give us a few minutes and we'll return. You'll be caught up to with all the news you need to know about in just a moment. WBSM and W258DR New Bedford. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.